Hello everybody and welcome back to Murder Blows. Thank you for coming back after such a depressing episode last weekend, but we've got, I mean it's still depressing, true crime is sad, but we've got a little bit of a fun twist for you guys today in that we don't really know what was happening until I think 43 years later, so just buckle up. Uh, Maisie is here to tell us about the very interesting case of the attack on Nina Marshall, uh, the murder of Jeanette Williams, and... You know, not going to spoil anything. Also in the story, victims Clifford Williams and Nathan Myers. So hang out with us in 1976, Florida. And just let's just see where this goes. My name is Sasha. I'm joined today by the ever-lovely co-hosts. Cody. Maisie. And Violet. Go Gators. Just kidding. Just trying to get more Florida listeners. Woo! Woo! Thanks for hanging out. Let's listen to some intro music and get into the story and fodder, of course. Love it even more now. I got so many compliments on it today. Love it. As you should. I on my I'm on my own tonight for dinner, so I think we're gonna have chicken nuggets and avocado toast. Mm. <laughs> what an adult, I love it. It sounds like a healthy, well balanced meal if you ask me. I mean you're getting some protein, you're getting some carbs, you're getting some healthy fats. Yep. How are we doing today? Oh, fuck. Um, it's really great. I have a special guest in the audience. I tried to show him to you guys, but he's black and bends in, blends in with my uh, bed set. Uh, but Scouty Boy is here as the new pod dog. Scouty, welcome to the Scouty family. Boy. Welcome to oh. the pod dog family. I really don't know if you guys can see him. No, <laughs> no not at all. He looks like laundry. <laughs> it might be laundry. Hold on. Oh, I can oh. see him. Oh, scouty boy! Are you just adopt him? Uh, no, this is Eric's dog. Oh, he's a German Shepherd Black Lab mix oh. with a hip problem. Mm. So we have a lot in common. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Fine. We got someone peeing. We got someone making a glass of wine. I'm having myself a Moscow mule. Whoa. That's a mask. Mar- are you oh. in your underwear? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like... turned, I turned off the camera because I'm not wearing a bra. You are welcome. I'm not wearing a bra. <laughs> so I just hear me go, aww. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's like, I'm stark naked. Nope. <laughs> I have clothes on, just not a bra or underwear. I hope I've... someone draws fan art of us and it's just like sensor bars over fucking <laughs> Cody's body. <laughs> this is how we podcast. It'll be like a campaign. Like, this is oh, how God. I podcast. Yes. All the time. Cody's just like covered in paint. Yep. <laughs> but like nothing else. I'm naked. <laughs> I've been every day since Thursday. And so it'll be a week tomorrow. And I have like two more to push out. And I'm like taking a few days off because I'm sick of it. My house is gross because I haven't cleaned because I've been painting. And then 
I have mice that keep breaking my air conditioner and everything's mm. breaking and party <laughs> hard. No joke. Our air conditioner last week started making a noise. And of You're course, right. I'm, I'm telling my husband <laughs> it's on the inside. And he's like, no, it's the outside. And I'm like, it's on the inside. And he's like, no, it's on the outside. Well, sure enough, a mouse got in the blower mower, motor on the inside. And it killed the mouse, but it wrecked everything. So oh, it yay. Was $700 <laughs> to fix. And then a couple of days later, uh, Monday, I wake up Monday and I hear this clicking noise in the air conditioner, which was what it was doing before. And I'm like, no, there's not another mouse in there. I'll just call them and they can fix it because it obviously just settled or needs adjusted or something. So they come out and there's mm -hmm. another fucking mouse in the blower motor. But since I caught it and turned it off, it didn't destroy everything, but it was still another $86. So I had pest control come today. Jeez. <laughs> I obviously have a mouse problem, even though I have four cats. <laughs> the math is not adding up here it's not and pest control comes every other month as well this so, is why I don't want to own a house well it's a house in a forest it's in the forest like but we've never like I've lived here since 2006 so 2005 so mm -hmm. I've never had a mouse problem before and so we have ants all the time and so his main concern when he comes is the ants so he's asking about the ants and i'm like oh we still have ants all over the place and he's like <laughs> don't you worry that's, that's crazy he's like I, I don't know i've done everything i know to do so i follow him to the kitchen and he has on like these blue latex gloves and he's smashing the ants with his finger and he's smelling them and i'm just like um why are you smelling um, the ants <laughs> um what? Yeah, yeah. He's smelling the ants. And I'm like, why are you smelling the ants? And he's like, do me a favor. Smash one with your finger and smell it. And I'm No! He's like, if they smell like coconut, he's like, they're the ants that relocate every 23 days. But if they smell like lemon, they're not. So, sure enough, I smash an ant with my finger and it smells like citrus. It smells like lemon. So today I learned the ants smell like either coconut or lemon. I thought he was getting to too. do like some kind of weird crush porn <laughs> for him. Yeah, it was like weird. Why? I was like, why is he smelling that? Can ant? you crush one of those for me and smell it? Yeah, he's like, does it smell like lemon or coconut? I'm like, it smells like citrus. It smells like lemon. He's like, yeah, well. How weird. Because the, the like one day the ants will be on one side of our kitchen coming in, and then like a couple weeks later they'll be on the other side of our kitchen. And then if we get them out of our kitchen, they'll like one day I opened up my Scion after not driving it for a few weeks, and I had a nest in my back seat. And so, and then like once a year our Direct TV box, uh, our satellite dish stops working, and we have to spray it with ant spray because there's nests in it. So like. We've done everything possible. We've done, like, I've done the borax thing. I've done <laughs> vinegar. I've done, like, professional ant spray. So. Try flocculent. Try flocculent. <laughs> flocculate the ants, which I can't even freaking swim. My pool is clearer than it's ever been. But it's, like, 
in the 70s and raining every day. <laughs> really? It's almost 100 here. Really? Yeah. No, it's in the 70s and raining, and it's cold, and I don't like it. But it's like, even if I could swim, even if it was sunny, like, I have so many paintings to paint that I couldn't paint. I couldn't swim anyway. I would just be miserable because I would be like, oh, it's sunny, and I want to swim. So, yeah, it's I'm just losing it's a losing battle over here between mice and ants. And like the rain makes the ants come in our house more because every time the back of our house gets flooded, they just come in our house because like they're smart little fuckers. And apparently they are like, Oh, it's warm and dry in here and there's snacks. <laughs> so yeah. Yo, this lady stocks. Hi, yeah, that's uh, Sasha as a person. Hmm. Swarm, dry, there's snacks. Throw some there's mimosas snacks. in there and I'll never leave. Yeah. <laughs> how, to, how to take care of your Sasha. <laughs> and mimosa, then, your Sasha, or will not grow. There's a good uh, question. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. I was going to say, how if you were like a, an animal up for sale... How how would people have to take care of you? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm basically a house cat. Like, I, I I don't like strangers. I like warm, soft blankets. I I like um, to be comfortable. I um I like to snack all day long on my food. Um, constantly, I love naps. I can nap all day long. Um, but at midnight, I'm running through the house like a crazy person. Um, and I want attention, but on my terms. You are a cat. I'm a cat. The first thing I thought of was, I don't think it's what I would expect for myself, but I always thought it'd be really cool to be a horse. And so... I'm out in the field. A well-taken care of horse. A well-taken care of horse. I have a lot of room to roam around. I won't get bored. And you put me in, like, a wooded barn at night, make sure I'm warm, and I get fed. I'll be fine. See, my first thing was, like, Maisie requires lots of caffeine. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> I do, too. I mean, I don't know. But also, <laughs> I like those options, too. Mine would be like buying a tarantula, tarantula, like do not play with. <laughs> Give me a heat lamp. Goodbye. Ugh, but a cold lamp. Is there an ice lamp? <laughs> cold lamp. Oh. Give her an ice lamp. Must constantly Maybe you're like, more like so. an iguana or no, something that like, like. No animals know, like, really like warm sometimes. polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> Are just warm. <laughs> Live in Arctic temperatures. Will rip shit up, but might look deceptively fine. <laughs> fine. Not, not like polar bears are cute, but like have you seen the pictures of them like wet and like snarling and angry yes. and covered in blood? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so not cute. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Just keep her cold. Don't feed her dairy. <laughs> feed her lots of alcohol, but not too much. <laughs> Not Just enough to get her to sleep. Oof. <laughs> you know that's so real. That's very real. Uh, the first thing I thought of was, like, must be able to find and return lost items. 
because I can't <laughs> I can't keep track of anything. Like I made a drink, I set it on the counter, I sat down to eat, and like Jeremiah just hands me my drink, and I'm like, "Yes, thank you." <laughs> yeah, that's my life. The drink I hadn't touched yet. <laughs> Sasha, your like pet description would be like cries a lot. Make sure, <laughs> not a lot, but like what's the word I'm lo- what's the word I'm looking for? Cries Requires easily. lots of easy care, <laughs> gentle care. <laughs> Don't touch too hard. <laughs> is Sasha also a cat? Light pets? No. Because I cats don't lose no. their shit. Yeah, they do. Mine do. Mine are fucking crazy. I mean, Have you seen Francis I, mean I, Francis? I lose my shit, but I don't. They don't lose their stuff. Like, uh, oh, you know like I mean? they're. I know what yeah. you mean. I don't know. My cats lose their mice, their fake mice, because they don't catch real ones under the couch a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that's lost. I think that's, like, frustratingly put into a place they can't reach. Yeah, and then they forget about it and walk away. Boris has this weird habit now. If he really hates a toy or he's tired of it, he will uh, bury it in his litter box. Ooh, that is the ultimate power move. But he would never, ever do that to his little devil toy or his caramel apple toy. Loves those. (laughs) (laughs) I think That's my funny. other one is like must be put in bed after falls asleep because we'll not fall asleep in bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I slept what? on the couch so much. It's like if you're on your couch watching something, you can easily fall asleep. But if you go to bed to fall asleep, you're just lying awake and thinking of like the 50 million things you have to do the next day. Mm-hmm. But fun. then otherwise likes alcohol, not too sweet, not too dry. Likes juice. Likes rice. Done. That's me. I still don't know what you would be. What animal? Oh, well, what not necessarily animal? what animal, but just like mm. if, if Sasha was a breed of right. her own animal. Like if, if Sasha was, if she was a species. Pandas? Are, are pandas something that, I mean, they're vegetarians, aren't they? Pandas yeah. eat for like eight hours a day though and they're stupid (laughs) they lose shit all the time that's me i'm a panda and they're stupid they're dumb they try their best super cute they do try their best it's me (laughs) well i listened to one of the podcasts that i missed out on sorry about that i'm a loser um, I listened to Violets so far, and I laughed hysterically. <laughs> and every time I miss a podcast, I get so excited because it's like I get to listen, and it makes me happy. But well, then I get... you hear the next one because we had some great fodder. Oh God, good fodder. <laughs> Sad everything else. We should have told you to listen in the other direction. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, like I, I was like. It's so funny because when I miss out on them, the things that you guys talk about, I'm sitting here listening and I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not talking to them. I'm just listening to them. Never mind. (laughs) I have things to contribute. Never mind. I'm not. I miss this. But yeah, I I loved Violet so far. And now um, listen to the other one and try not to get depressed. That's all I can ask for. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, mine are depressing all the time, so I can't, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, blame you guys. Like, 
I don't even mean to. And you know what? For next week, it's my episode, and I always have something. I always have an idea of what I'm going to do, and I don't know this time, so I think I'm just going to Google random conspiracies and see what we come up with. Maybe do something, like, on the lighter side. Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could have listeners. There are not many times I beg for a gift, but Maisie laughing and putting on (laughs) chapstick was the preacher's like, oh. <laughs> and I can't, I know you guys can't see it, and you guys are probably just trying to picture what it looks like, but it looked like she was firing me in a job interview and so enjoying it. <laughs> or not an interview, just like a review. And I like that you got fired before you started your job. Yeah, right. <laughs> I you need to talk to you once. I just straight up fired you. <laughs> you have the job. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Ouchie. One of the ways you can tell that I am um, barely past tipsy and drunk is I will put chapstick on for like a solid five minutes. <laughs> or my friend Savannah, shout out Savannah Bellioni, she taught me this trick where if you are intoxicated and you rub your index finger on your, like the bridge of your nose and you can't feel it, that's how you know you're. A little tipsy. Like, if oh, I space, violence is like, oh, fuck. I can feel it now, but, like, I'm so concerned now. I'm thinking yeah, back on all the times I could have. I, anytime I'm intoxicated, I'm like, yep. And then that's how John's <laughs> like, okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I got a share tongue. <laughs> the share tongue is my favorite Maisieism. <laughs> I haven't gotten drunk in a long time, but I know when I get drunk because when I have to pee, I talk to myself the entire time when I'm drunk. Like, I'll go into the bathroom, and I'm like, okay, okay, I can (laughs) do this. But it's not hard. We do it, like, four times a day at least. Great. I pee so much in a day. It's ridiculous. I don't need that extra layer of stress in my bladder when it comes to drinking. But the whole break the seal thing doesn't apply to me. Oh, it well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it does. When I went to see Joe Bob Briggs, I tried. I was like, okay. Okay, so backstory. I did not know he was doing signings before the show. Um, so I went and got my popcorn, two beers. <laughs> or just a beer, and I was like, oh, no problem, and then they were like, oh, do you want to get in line to meet him, and I was like, yes, and I chugged my beer, like, immediately, and then they cut off the line, so I wasn't going to be able to meet him, so I was like, oh, might as well just go get one beer, and so I went and got another beer, and then I was doing good, I got through the first hour, and then that second hour, it's just like, I had to pee so much, so Mm, much. Like, you couldn't even listen, because you had to pee so bad? Mm, no, I never let myself get to that point after the Chicago road trip pee uh, thing. Oh. I, I made a road trip from Nashville to Chicago. I just said that so casually, like everyone knew what that I was. I know, I was like, I don't remember that story, but I want to pretend like I do. I made a road trip to Nashville, na- from Nashville to Chicago. Um, it's a nine and a half hour drive. I did not pee once. Um... What's wrong with you? Yeah, I hate stopping on road trips to pee. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. 
I just, I want to stop one and done and get everything done. I don't want to be stopping like every hour. I don't know. I'm very particular about that. But so I went all the way there. I got to Chicago. I fell asleep, woke up the next morning with a UTI. <laughs> just get a catheter next time. Catheter on the go. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Mm, I don't agree with that. I can't say I've only that. had a Thank catheter we. once, and it's when I was pregnant, and I was so happy because I was, like, the only time I could sleep without getting up and peeing. Like, they gave me my, um, like, like my IV with the pain medicine, and they gave me my epidural, and they gave me my catheter, and I was like, see y'all. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wake me up when it's time to have the baby. Never been more comfortable in my life. I just got a memory. I had surgery when I was really young on my kidneys. And when I mean really young, I was like like three or four. And I remember just now having a catheter in. Because I was like, I don't think I've ever had one. And then I was like, well, I had to have had one. And then I was like, oh, shit, I did have one. And I remember not using it. Like I was like, I'm like four. I was like, this is not going to work. I'm stressed. I'm four. I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm four. I'm stressed. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of a Travis Scott song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm four. I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's weird. You could cut that off. You want? But I know you won't. <laughs> oi, oi. Also, I listened to the last two episodes. Why didn't? anyone tell me that I do the little weird laugh thing what just make me stop that's so which one which one I love that first of all I didn't even notice (laughs) I just noticed when I talk I say like all the time and it it makes me mad and then I won't listen to myself here's the thing no one notices that you're totally fine Mm -hmm. we all sound like that um it's when it's like the little thing oh, okay. <laughs> like the spit noise i hate that that wasn't the one i was thinking about. what oh. were you thinking about that's so funny no because and i mean i don't think it's annoying i love your laugh it's very contagious and infectious and adorable so yeah. I like, oh. that's only because i watched shane dawson videos and that's what he does um, that's where i picked that up but i can also funny. bust out your eardrums like chanel west coast and i'm sorry for that mine is how do I describe this laugh? I feel like if is it the one you you were thinking of, Sasha? Like is is Maisie's answer the answer you had in your brain? I no. haven't even had. Oh. For me, it's Maisie's. Ha <laughs> like, ha! Yes. just two laughs. <laughs> yes, it's just where you a... didn't think you were going to get tickled, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think I did that. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to go through all 60-something episodes and just pull oh out God. every... <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, we can get through this together. I hate when I... Si- I like prospect or silent laugh. You know, like, it'll start out like laugh and I'll go... <laughs> That's also my favorite violent laugh, though. <laughs> I remember, this is a very obscure story. Such an obscure story. Love it. I don't remember what movie I was going to see. I do remember the trailer that was on, but I went with an old friend uh, to see this movie. There was a bunch of us there, and it was dead quiet. I'm sure it was a superhero movie at that age, but 
this was like 10 plus years ago and uh tell you how old it was the trailer for mr popper's penguin starring jim carrey was on Woof. and at the end of that trailer i hate that this is burned in my brain but only for this reason at the end of that trailer <laughs> um jim carrey has taught his mr popper has taught his penguins <laughs> how to do a hip dance and they turn around and one falls and jim carrey goes well, right or, or something like that like in like penguin stance but and holy shit the theater was dead quiet no one was laughing except for my friend in the middle of the theater goes wah, wah, wah. no he's porky pink echoed and we were all like we died laughing and everyone probably thought we were laughing at this dumb trailer and in my like crying of laughter, I was like, "You sound like a prospector who's just struck gold." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And uh, yeah, so now from this day on, any time I think about like laughing, because I'm always the one. So when I'm nervous, I laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I go and see really scary movies, while the rest of the theater is clenching, I'm like. <laughs> um but now every time i think of a quiet theater i think of mr popper's penguins i yeah no no i remember seeing the cover for that movie i just googled it while you're talking about it and i remember (laughs) seeing the cover for the movie and jim carrey surrounded by penguins at blockbuster and i was like i don't care about that Nah. (laughs) i'll pass rip blockbuster Early. Target is selling Blockbuster shirts now. Doesn't seem fair. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that fucked that, like, companies are making money off of, of other companies? Yeah. <laughs> Dead and buried. Except for the one in Bend. Yep. Yep. There's a video of a YouTuber going there, I'm pretty sure. His name's Chris Stuffman. I don't know of him. I had a mini YouTube crush on him for a very short stint. And grew out of it. Yes, very quick. Did you guys see that Donald Trump went to the UK and the the guy yeah. they hired to dress him hated him, so he just dressed him like a moron. Is that what happened? I know they he was all dressed like a moron. Like the I whole mean, family was dressed like that. And they were like, "Look at how respectful we're being." And this guy was like, "Foot and wankers." Yeah. <laughs> Got you. I would love to see an interview with him. What was your inspiration for this? Oh, blind hatred. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me in a mask. (laughs) Like the, uh, what's that theme park with the guy with the mask? Six Flags. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And old man mask. Everybody, now we're all together. Is it bad that my brain also went, ooh, are you okay? Yeah, mine is like staring me down. (laughs) Mario was like, no singing today. (laughs) Have you guys seen that woman who has the cat that bites her face every time she sings? No. Oh my god, it's so funny. (laughs) Her voice isn't bad either. I mean, it's not like Rihanna, but you know. The cat hates it. The cat's like, Rihanna or nothing, bitch. (laughs) Are you Beyonce? Shut your mouth. (laughs) 
I love when cats bite though, because usually they don't like bite and then immediately retract their mouth. They're like bite and then hang it open, like to see if they gotta go for a second round, you know? <laughs> like this is no good for the podcast. Cause Valley and I just made faces at each other open teeth mouth. <laughs> it's true. And that's how you know that I feel like I've had an interesting week, but I wanna stop. I'm going to stop talking about work so much on the podcast because sometimes I listen back and then my coworkers are like, what's your podcast again? I'm like, this is how I get fired. Yeah, never mind. Oh, I got something weird that happened today. Let me know how you feel. I feel like I know how everybody's going to feel, but I'm going to put some feelers out there. You let me know your feelings. Um, so I'm at work today at the register and a guy comes up to order coffee Violet's like, I'm ready, I'm here. The guy comes up to order coffee, and I say, hi, how are you? And he undoes his belt and readjusts it at the counter. And I'm like, I see hands moving, like, around his waist. I'm like, I'm just, like, staring up. And um, he just acted like it was just, like, a normal thing to adjust your belt. At the register. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. I would have just, like, literally took off my pants and put half of my vagina on the counter and been like, how's it feel? (laughs) (laughs) Just one (laughs) thing. Shit. (laughs) No, I obviously wouldn't either. I was like, what? And then I was like, what? I talked about half of my vagina and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. take half of my vagina. Um, no, I, I'm trying to do this thing because all I work here, I go, not talking about work, but I predominantly work with, uh, conservative white males. Yeah. And so I'm used to all of the the usuals but I'm getting to this point where I like make disgusted faces at them and I don't know if I'm just losing my game face or what but uh like I'm gonna do what I need to or what I want and I'm gonna do it right here he was also like yeah would you pick your nose in front of me it's Um, just weird yeah Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. He wouldn't deserve to see half of my weird-looking vagina. There you go. Not in defense of him, but I have been so uncomfortable in an outfit before where I'm like, I gotta fix this right now. But, you know, I take it to the bathroom. It's, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, not at the counter where someone asks you, what can I get for you? Where's my dick? I hated it. I can't blame him. I would have decapped him immediately. You know, people don't believe that people decaf people. You would never do that to me, right? I would never. Well, That's and like believing people don't spit on your food. Yeah, that, I. Well, but here's the thing: is that at the last uh, place I worked at, a lot of people didn't, and I was just like, "Oh, come on! Like, seriously? Who's like, seriously?" This guy was so weird, and they were always like, kill him with kindness. I'm like, they'll never fucking know you weren't. (laughs) Like, 
Come on now. This is like free karma. Like not bad, not good. It's just you're fine. You can be super nice to them, to their face, and just know. I don't know. I don't know if you want to go. Let's do it. Let's just do it now. I got a message from Allie. Our dear, dear, sweet Allie from uh, Blank State Labs and Arcadian Groovy. Uh, she said, also, OMG, I love you. Second, uh, you probably don't want to eat the lip scrub because it's literally sugars and oils and calories are probably off the charts. But if you want to have diabetes style life, YOLO. Ha ha ha. But other than that, you probably don't want to eat essential oils either. But they're kind of disguised as a vanilla extract. So, again, YOLO. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, the official snack of the podcast is Blink Slate Labs Lip Scrub. That's a joke. Don't eat it. Okay, but seriously. <laughs> so, as you know, my boyfriend has moved in. Yay! Um, it's been so amazing. It's been so wonderful. I feel it's like been one like week permanently. Okay. Is this a permanent thing? Yes, he's here to stay, and it's finally oh, set. That's adorable. He brought me home a muffy and a tea yesterday. Aww. He is gonna get Boris cat litter from work. He's so great. Um, <clears throat> but so, so we were in the shower, and I was like, "Oh my god, you gotta try this lip scrub." And I showed him how I put it on, and I always, <laughs> when I'm done, I always go, uh, and lick the tip of my finger, <laughs> and extra goodies off, and he's like, did you just put that in your mouth? And he, like, went to, like, scrape my tongue out like a mother, like, <laughs> trying to get something out of her child's mouth, or dog. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I do it all the time. <laughs> like, you eat it? And I was like, yeah, it's actually kind of a running gag on the podcast. He's like, it's not a gag if you do it. <laughs> and he was like, what if I get it in my mouth? And I was like, it's fine. Literally, I eat it all the time. <laughs> but I just thought it was so funny that he was so concerned. And I was like, oh, boy, you are months <laughs> This, this product <laughs> is not tested on animals. It is tested on Violet. <laughs> Allie, <laughs> if you want to test any other lip scrubs, and make sure that they're non-toxic and safe to consume on accident. I'm your girl. Send them over. Send them over. Um, but Blake Slate Labs does have a body scrub. They have a uni oil that I use on my face every day. They got the lip scrub that's certified by Violet. They got the um oh my god, the new uh clay mask. Not not clay. Um yeah, like coffee, coffee oh, clay right. mask. Yeah, that's no clay in that. Oh my god, I love, love, love those. Yeah. That's what she sent to us. Like, yep. I take a bath and smear it all over me, and even though I'm brown and disgusting, <laughs> my skin is so soft after. Yeah. We love those. So um, dirty brown, but you're going to feel amazing afterwards. Dirty brown. A hundred percent. You can check those products out at blankslatelabs.com and you can use the code cared Murder Blows for 15% off at checkout. Tell them we sent you. You can also do that for Arcadian, right? You can. Get your hair did. Did you already say that? No, go for it. 
Okay, Scout was having a bad dream, so I had to wake him up. Oh no! <laughs> Maybe a good dream. I don't know. But... He was just moving, doing the little paw twitch, and how was he running? He was trying to, yeah. Cute. Cute boy. Well, if you want hair as nice as Scouts, <laughs> you're gonna need some help. It's nice. So we want you to go visit our friends at Arcadian Grooming, at Arcadian Official on Instagram. Get yourself some goodies for your hair, too. It's not fair for your skin to be having all the fun. Get yourself some matte clay pomade. Help your style elevate to the next level. <clears throat> Get yourself some conditioning cream if your beard's feeling a little dry. Just saying. I got a new boss and he was like, I've been growing out my beard and I have to use all this oil in my beard and it feels greasy. And I was like, let me bring you some conditioning cream. Dasha got, is like handing out conditioning cream like it's nobody's business. I love it. They're like, hey, do you have um, a pin I can borrow? And she's like, yeah, here's this conditioning cream from Arcadian Grooming. So Jeremiah took um, my additional scruffy hand samples to his work. His work is full of athletes, specifically rock climbers, and they have very awful hands. It's very gross. Yep. Um, Jeremiah touched me the other day, and I was like, oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> Your calus <laughs> is so rough. And he's like, I can't even feel it. And I'm like, ugh. Anyway, they yep. were so excited. They were like, can I put this on my hands right now? And he's like, not at your desk. You got to do it with the sink. <laughs> so uh, they love the way it smells. They love the way it makes their hands feel. And it doesn't, like, affect their climbing skills. So, you know, keep your calluses less gross with the Arcadian scruffy hands. 15% off. Same code. We're trying to make it easy for you. Yeah. Shout out to them. Tight. Tight. Um, okay. So I am super stoked for a murder. I feel like I've been going Ooh. through murder withdrawals. Um, even though Big Little Lies uh, started back up. I don't want to hear about it. I haven't watched it yet. It's okay. Don't uh, ruin I it. I promise. <laughs> it's the first episode. But no, um, no, I wasn't. No, you're good. Um... <laughs> My friend anyway, Natalie at work, though, she was like, did you watch Big Little Lies? I said, no, not yet. She was like, well, spoiler alert, Shailene Woodley has bangs. I was like, oh, Natalie! <laughs> How dare you? That's how they look great. Um, every time I see a girl like Shailene Woodley with bangs, I'm like, I just, what am I doing? Every time I, I, do that. I yeah, cut I can... bangs, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, perfect. And then every day after, I'm like, no, why did you do this? This is a mistake. You do not shower enough for this, Violet. So try and grow it out. And then, wouldn't you know it, Shailene Woodley, Woogly, Woogly, um, as banks. I'll tell you a dirty secret. The other day, I didn't have time for a full hair wash, so I washed just my banks. It's your fringe. <laughs> I just, just my fringe and I dried it and it was magical. It looked like I washed all of my hair. I used to spray dry shampoo on just my bangs, but I burned through dry shampoo because I never shower. Hey, we all have our vices and yours is showers. I hate when our own podcast makes me laugh because I'm at my desk like trying not to cackle and everyone's like, what you laughing about? Myself, you idiots. Leave me alone. Why don't you get your your own podcast? My friends and I are funny. Are funny. Um, you wanna wanna know it's not funny? 
Your case this week. My case this week. Um, so, weeks ago, I had been doing research on a serial killer that I haven't covered yet. Yes. Ooh. But then, our last Uh-oh. episode that was recorded a couple weeks ago, uh, we really talked about how a lot of people's cases didn't get the right attention. And it just felt weird to follow that with a known serial killer. So, we're going in a different direction today. But that's a tease, because that'll be next time. Um, so today, I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I'm covering a case, and there's four victims. Two um, in different categories. Like two in one category and two in a different category. So it's going to be interesting. Two of the victims are Jeanette Williams and her girlfriend, Nina Marshall. And then the other two victims are Clifford Williams. Clifford is not related to um, Jeanette and his nephew, Nathan Myers. So on May 2nd in 1976... Jeanette Williams was shot to death in her apartment uh, in a neighborhood in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Nina Marshall, her girlfriend, uh, was 26 years old. She was also shot. She had been shot in the neck. Um, Nina was able to, she saw someone at the edge of her bed who she assumed was the shooter. Nina Marshall, she survived. She has been shot in the neck. She hitches a ride to the hospital because it's 1976, and that's when the police start to talk to her. So, back at the house, um, let's see, it's like 2.30 in the morning, and police are at the house, a crowd's gathered around where the house is, there's been people at a party just across the street, and they heard shots being fired, um, which was not normal for that neighborhood. Uh, once the police go inside, they find Jeanette Williams' body um, still in the bed, and they're, you know, looking around the area and stuff. So Nathan Myers, he's known as Nate. Uh, he is 18 at the time. He approached the officers. He said he had been at the party across the street, and he lived in the building, and uh, he was like, we heard the shots, so the police let him go inside to see if he could identify the body, and he said, oh my god, that's Baldy. Baldy was Jeanette's nickname. So, I will say that um, the party that was going across the street was a, like, this community apparently was very, like, accepting of all types of people. So Jeanette and Nina like had friends that were at that party. So a lot of the LGBT, um, you know, there's a lot of LGBTQ people at that party and Clifford Williams and Nathan Myers are both black. So it was a pretty accepting neighborhood because everybody was hanging out together for 1976. I would say that's fantastic. Yeah. Right. Go Jacksonville. Like, I love, as someone who grew up in Florida, like, 
I love that you're you have to say like that's not normal for that neighborhood because that's so fucking true. <laughs> like well, I grew also, up in but... Miami and it was like weird, right? <laughs> I didn't know you grew up in Miami. I until I started school. Yeah. Wow. But like the gunshots weren't normal for that area. No, no, no. And it's it's like one street's different from the next street. It's so yeah. Crazy. Um so Nate is able to identify the body. Um Nina had been shot twice in the neck and once in the left arm. So she was in the hospital. She told officers that her and Jeanette had been shot by two men who stood at the foot of the bed. And she identified one of the shooters as Clifford Williams. Um, So, like I said, they were not related. They were just friends. They lived in that neighborhood. Um, Clifford at the time was 33. He owned a pool, pool hall and... He was kind of a known heroin dealer, and he had been in trouble with the law before for, like, burglary and stuff. Um, Nina was an addict and an on-and-off customer of Clifford's. And she said that Clifford had shot them over a $100 debt, which everyone in the neighborhood was like, that doesn't track, but we'll get to that. So... Clifford was in the crowd while police worked a crime scene. He, so like she said, it was Clifford and they radio the police or whatever. And they're like, well, he's right here. So they arrest him at about 3 a.m. So not even an hour after it happened, like barely. Um, He was taken as he was being put into the car. He yelled out for someone to call his attorney and to get a list of people that had just seen him at the party who could give him an alibi. So 10 minutes later, the hospital radioed again, and Nina <laughs> Nina had named the second shooter the nephew Nathan Myers. Um, uh, so Nina had said that she had seen both of them at the foot of her bed, and then she had seen both of them on the street after she staggered across outside to find a ride to the hospital. So Nathan, who was 18 and had no violent criminal record, was also arrested for the murder of Jeanette Williams. And both, as they were brought into custody, both men were tested for gunshot residue. And a few hours later, the test came back negative. I almost said negligent, but that wouldn't have been right. Um, So the party had at least 40 or so people of the LGBTQ community, which was like a tight-knit group of friends to Jeanette and, you know, like I said. So within the next month, statements were taken of the people at the party, and all of them, everyone remembers Clifford and Nathan being at the party. And they remember them being at the party when the shots were heard. So remember that. So the bedroom where the women were shot was very small. It was 9 feet by 12 feet, with the bed taking up most of that space. And the space at the foot of the bed was cramped and, like, hard to squeeze into. So with the initial investigation, the police found holes in the window, in the window, in the curtains, in the screen, and some, like, some fragments in the frame of the window with the broken glass on the bed which would suggest that the shots were coming from the outside. Um, but the investigating officers did not 
they dismissed the scenario because it clashed with Nina Marshall's statement. So instead they wrote, quote, it appears as though the suspects in this case intended to make it look as though the victims had been shot by someone from the bedroom window. Whoa, 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 I hate that. Like, what? We have all this evidence mm-hmm. that, that these guys are like 100 good. But instead of being like, oh, maybe, just maybe, Nina's not telling the truth. We're going to throw all of what we know. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Wow, so smart. Also, Nina was probably in shock. <laughs> so who knows what's going on over there? Um, so the officer was also note in their report that the, quote, physical evidence at the scene is entirely consistent with the statements of the victim. The only live victim is Nina Marshall. So in addition... Although Nina claimed that there had been two shooters and two guns firing until their chambers were totally empty, only six um, bullets were recovered from her and from Williams, and they were all a thirty-eight caliber. A thirty-two caliber slug was recovered from Jeanette, but it was covered in scar tissue, which means it's an old wound. So she had been shot before? She had been shot before. Oh my god. Sweet baby, no. Oh, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Never before am I like... I'll just leave it in there. Listen, I I sprained my ankle, but I've sprained my ankle before. (laughs) No. Also, like, I'm the person... I'm not... This is gonna be so ignorant, but I'm the I'm fine person. Like, Maisie, where's your arm? Your arm's missing. I'm fine. But I... (laughs) I don't Seriously. think that if a bullet was in me, I'd be like, nah, doc, just leave it. It's cool. How but could you ever get through airport security? I got 1976. A... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've got a piece of graphite from a pencil still stuck in my hand from, like, age nine. Like, it's fine. Miami sounds no. wild. Well, I wasn't nine in Miami. <laughs> I was nine in Tennessee, so. Dude, I got bit by a spider and cut it out. I don't know what I did, but I found out I had graphite in my body. <laughs> you cut out a, like, was Yeah, a wait. Let's not blow over this. What? <laughs> Are you Spider-Man? No, no. I no, got bit you by cut a it out. recluse. I got, I got bit by a brown recluse that morning in my bed horror story um and that night i went to a party and one of my super drunk rednecks friends was like gotta cut it out and i was like cut it out how do you cut it out because it's swelling really bad and i didn't have health insurance and he was like i mean i get squeamish around blood but i'll try and help so (laughs) he literally pulled out this like hatchet from his trunk (laughs) and cut it and he's like I don't think I got it I think I'm too drunk so I was drunk so I went for it and then I tried to do that like suck and spit thing and then he gave me a bunch of vodka and I fell I'm fine though I fell asleep (laughs) alright we're gonna have to put a trigger warning at the fucking beginning of this one because I'm doing that thing where I salivate too much because I'm gonna throw up (laughs) From what? Just, just a little, just like a. Someone cut part of your arm out for funsies. Oh, my leg. Calm down. Someone cut part of your legs out. <laughs> Ugh. I'm dying. 
Shit. I'm dying. Uh, I feel half a Moscow mule, and I feel like I've entered another dimension. All right, cool. The things I learned about Violet.com. Oh, <laughs> After God. being friends for almost 10 years, we're still learning. Okay. Um, I want to take this time to pause and say that I do not mean to sound like I'm victim-blaming. I feel like this is a very – these are very touchy subjects because Nina and Marshall was the one – to named um, Clifford and Nathan, but I can only imagine what it's like to wake up by gunshots to see your partner dead and just seeing whatever your brain sees and then kicking into survival mode and, like, trying to hitch a ride to the hospital because it's 1976. Like, what even is that like? Does that make sense? Yes, and, I mean, I agree yes. to, Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I just, well, my gut instinct told me she did it, but. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not, not this case. Ah. But, um, it just, it just sucks all around, you know? Um, anyway. So, since there was a thirty-two caliber, uh, bullet found still in Jeanette Williams, and it's an old wound. That's where we left off. That's what I'm picking up. So, Clifford and Nate are charged with the murder and attempted murder of Jeanette Williams and Nina uh, Myers. And this means because Clifford Williams does have prior convictions that he's facing the death penalty if he's convicted. So prosecutors tried to cut a deal with Nathan, promising him two to five years if he pleaded guilty and testified against his uncle. And the moment they asked that, he declined. He never spoke against his uncle. Um, so the first trial began in late July 1976, which is really impressive because the murder happened in May 1976, so it was pretty quick. And it ended in a mistrial. Um, their second trial began September 1st. In 1976, and it lasted two days. The state had six witnesses and presented no forensic evidence, relying instead on the testimony of Nina um, to place Clifford and Nate in the, her bedroom during the shooting. So at the time, Florida had a um, part of their court system allowed DAs or defense attorneys to make the final closing argument, which is, like, really important. If you've ever seen any type of, like, court show, the closing argument is, like, the piece de la resistance. Like, that's what they, yeah, you know, like, that's what they bank on to really hit that point home for the jury. Um, so Florida has a law that allows DAs to make the final closing argument if they waive calling their own witnesses. So if the DA is like, I want to make the closing argument, it's going to be great. I can do it better than anyone else. No witnesses. That's the route that the DA decided to take for Clifford and Nate. So this means that the jury never heard about the alibis, the 40 people at the party, the glass fragments on the bed, the holes in the window screen or the curtain, or the failure to find evidence of a second gun. There was never evidence of a second gun. So... One of the DAs recalled an evidence technician to discuss 
testing the defendant's like clothing for blood and not finding any. The technician also noted that he swabbed their hands uh, to test for gunpowder, but the attorney never asked about the results of those tests. So just like a lot of shady shit going on in the courtroom. Um, both men were convicted and Nathan was sentenced to life in prison with parole possible after 25 years. And the jury recommended a life sentence for Clifford Williams, but the trial judge overruled the jury's recommendation and sentenced him to death. So, uh, Clifford Williams has... Yeah. Normally it's the other way. Yeah. The judge (sighs) was not having it. So, in 1980, the Florida Supreme Court... uh, So, Clifford appealed, and the Florida Supreme Court... Supreme Court reduced Clifford's sentence to a, to life with 25, uh, parole and 25. That's what I meant. Um, Nathan had also uh, submitted two appeals, the first one in 1987 and then later in 2014. So the whole time they're in jail, they're trying for appeals. They're like, somebody, please listen to us. Like, this is not right. This doesn't make sense. So in early 2017... Like, two years ago, uh, Nathan Myers read a newspaper article about the um, formation of a conviction integrity unit in the state's attorney office for the Fourth Judicial Circuit. We all got those big words. Uh, Which included Jacksonville and Duval County, which is where these took place. Um, He quickly wrote the state attorney, Melissa Nelson, and he gave her... A thorough, like, this is what happened to us, and he made four big points. The first one was there, or where the numerous alibi witnesses had not been taken, had not been called at trial. The second one was uh, where the results of the gunshot residue tests, which came back negative, but no one ever got to hear that. And the third was the gunshot residue on the window frame and other forensic evidence um, suggested the shooting came from the outside, which does not match Nina Marshall's testimony. And the the fourth part was Nina's testimony. So in a follow-up letter, Nathan Myers is also like, also, here's a ballistics report, and um, surprise, I have this information. So a man named Nathaniel Lawson had confessed to the crime before he died in 1994. What? What? I know. So this happened in 76. This happened in 2017. Well, yeah, but like the initial murder happened in 1976. Yep. Okay. What's going on? I am just consistently, I feel like I should be used to this shit by now, but like I'm consistently baffled by the ignorance and incompetence of the judicial system, like, through and through. Like, mm-hmm. it never, and I'm sorry to all our lawyer and judge or whatever, if for some reason people with that much intelligence listen to this podcast, hey, how are ya? Um, <laughs> no, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is, these are people's lives. Where does it stop? Yeah. So. so <laughs> that's okay. Why. That's okay. That's why Nathan sent in this 
uh, massive packet to the state attorney. Nathan was, is on it, though. Nathan He's is like, hold on, hold up, wait a minute. I got four points, I got some ballistic support, and I got a name for you. Put so a little lawyer in it. <laughs> get it, family force <laughs> five. Uh, <laughs> so, the Fourth Circuit Conviction Integrity Unit, that's a big long name, uh, they opened uh, opened the case again. They began a reinvestigation. Uh, there were several uh, road bumps. Uh, Nina Marshall had died in 2001, and yep. so had multiple witnesses from the party. Oh, no. 1786, 96, 2006. So they were at least 40 40. years older than they were at the party. Yeah. Which you can only assume they were like... I was going to say the... 20s or 30s. Max 20s, right? You said Williams was 33, right? Yeah. So he's like 73 now. People don't live very long. Plus it seemed like a block party, so I don't think it was very like... You know. It wasn't like a nightclub? <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like it was very age discriminatory either, so. It seemed just like a plethora of people. <laughs> hey, we live here, let's have a grill out. Yeah, a grill out. <laughs> I like a grilling out. Let's us have a grill out. Is that, people call that different things, huh? Barbecues? Cookouts? Cookout. <laughs> let's have a grill out. Let's grill have out it. with your cookout. Cookout uh, with your grill out. Uh, uh, oh. Cookout with your grill out. Could get with you. Okay, I'm done. A little bit of heroin, a little bit of porterhouse. It's all good. I'm not gonna do that laugh thing that I normally do. Ha <laughs> uh-huh. ha. Yeah, that. Yeah, it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Did you okay. wake up the dog? <laughs> he just twitched and kind of looked at me and was like, "Whatever." Oh, I was sleeping. He's like eight, seven or eight years old, so he could not care less what I'm doing as long Aww. as he's on the bed. <laughs> I realized the other day that, like, my cats wake me up a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. But, like, I wake them up all the damn time. So, I'm like, maybe I deserve this. Sorry, John is... Yeah, I'll tell you later. It's fine. Um, okay. Where is my spot? Spot? Where are you? Okay. All the witnesses are... Not all, but a good chunk. <laughs> all the witnesses are dead. Because no. <laughs> it's taken people 41 years to get their heads out of their asses. I don't know. Correct. Okay. It took me two minutes to cut a spider bite out. <laughs> it takes 41 <laughs> years to get a head out of an ass, apparently. Uh, that's a that's a country mood if I ever heard of one. Okay. Um, but they did have forensics on their side for the second go-around. Or, like, the third or fourth go-around. So, along with the obvious bullet holes in the window and the frame... And more, they did more examination of the um, wounds on Jeanette and Nina that indicated that the shots had been from the side, not from the foot of their bed. Does that make sense? Like anatomically, like ballistics-wise, it would have gone through the side, not head-on or at the foot of the bed. Yes. Um, Which also supported the theory of an outside shooter and not someone in the room. The medical examiner report noted a lack of gunpowder residue on Jeanette or the bed sheets. So that means they probably weren't in the room because there wasn't any gunpowder. Or they weren't that close to the person, which it was a small room, so that's not really possible. Uh, what would have been unlikely if the shots had come from 
close tiny, close range in a tiny room. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, um, conviction integrity unit, aka the CIU. So the CIU also did a audio test and revealed that only shots fired from outside the building would have um, allowed enough sound to have been heard approximately 150 feet away down the street where the party was. What? That's so fucking brilliant. Right? That's like something I wouldn't have been like, oh, me, I just tested so we could even hear it. <laughs> I got a good audio test. Even um, though I do audio tests for this. That's true. You do. You do. not gunshots. No, not 150 feet down the street at a party. Days after the shooting happened back in 1976, there was talk that a neighbor across the street um, had seen a man shooting from outside the woman's bedroom window. So police interviewed several people who told them that this man had said he'd seen. So they're like, you know, like, he said this, you know, like, this guy saw this. This is what he told me. So they find the man. They interviewed him who denied seeing the shooting. Rude. However, he failed a polygraph test and asked, wait. Tessa asked him whether he was telling the truth about his denials. So they asked him, are you telling the truth? And he failed. (laughs) So according to the CIU's report, prosecutors didn't mention any of this in their discovery items, which discovery items are um, documents and stuff that lawyers are given when it's time for court. And everyone has the same discovery items. If you want to know more about discovery items, you should listen to the podcast Serial. Just the first season. (laughs) It was insane. So much stuff. So much to discover. So Well, because they didn't all have the same discovery items. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which is like a big no-no. Everyone everyone has the same. Rule number one. Um, So the CIU's investigators spoke to four people who had said that Nathaniel Lawson had confessed to shooting um, Jeanette and Nina. Sorry. So many names in this case. Um... One said that Lawson told him the shooting was at the behest of a drug dealer who was upset at Nina's failure to pay a debt, which is why Nina said Clifford shot her. Um, He said that he reached out to Lawson after hearing rumors of his involvement. They met in the parking lot of a church, and Lawson said he shot um, Jeanette and Nina because she was, quote, stealing from me, and I had to send a message. He didn't say who he was referring to, After Lawson died, Frank Williams, who was Clifford Williams' brother, took his information to an attorney uh, who told him that there was little to be done. So Clifford Williams' brother goes to his attorney and is like, I have this information. And the attorney is like, well, it's too late now. Like, there's nothing. This doesn't help me. So uh, the police report places Nathaniel Lawson near the apartments after the shooting. So Clifford... And um, Nate are arrested, and Clifford's wife, Barbara, stopped leaving the scene. She was stopped by police. She was leaving the scene in a pickup, and police were concerned that the murder weapon might have been in the vehicle. So they stopped this poor woman after her husband's just been arrested, and is like, hey, do you have a weapon? And she's like, no, leave me alone. So they let her go. Um, the CIU said that Myers, uh, so Nathan and Clifford, had been convicted in part due to 
uh, confirmation bias by police. Quote, while the police had probable cause to arrest the defendants, the report said the inconsistencies in victim Nina Marshall's accounts, the changes to the evolution of her testimony and the evidence available under the course of this case was sufficiently significant to call the prosecution's attention to the weakness of their premise. Okay, so the two the two men were victims of an ineffective counsel. Amen. Uh, the report said their attorneys failed to call any alibi witnesses or introduce physical or forensic evidence to challenge the state's theory of the crime, just so they could have the last word, literally. Uh, while they cross-examined Nina Marshall and suggested that she might have misidentified her shooters because she was starting methadone treatment and had smoked marijuana a few hours earlier. Okay, you know what? Uh, all right. They never cha- they never challenged her essential version of events, though. Uh, quote, the reality was that victim Nina Marshall could have not seen the perpetrator who shot through the bedroom window and would not have known that person's identity. That was the crux of the case, and yet it was never argued to the jury. Um, Importantly, Florida no longer allows defense attorneys to waive calling witnesses in exchange for getting the last word. Great idea, Florida. Uh, (laughs) So. Good job. Good job. Woof. Um. So Krista Dolan and Seth Myers of the Innocence Project of Florida represented Nathan Myers and Buddy Schultz of Holland and Knight represented Clifford Williams in their motions to vacate, which relied on the findings of the CIU report. So all because the, uh, oh my God, the CIU, I have to scroll all the way up. Conviction Integrity Unit reopened the case. Uh, Circuit Court Judge Angela Cox granted the motions on March 28, 2019, and after 42 years in prison for a crime they didn't commit, I'm not going to cry, Nathan Myers is free, and so is Clifford. I'm going to cry. They've been released. 42. I'm so happy. Ugh. But also, like, I hate that the real person wasn't caught, and now the the victims yeah, are the all thing. Like, dead. Yeah. Yeah, so... And the guy that probably did it is dead. And, like... True, but didn't serve 42 years in prison. No. Well, that's my mm-hmm. thing. Like, what a pussy. Fucking <sighs> dying uh, in the 90s. Who the fuck does that? Uh, As someone who grew up in Florida, I can say, like... Someone shooting a gun out of their window and, like, accidentally into someone else's house is, like, totally not out of the blue. Greater shit has happened. There's a game called Forder Germany. Um, but, like, this sucks, man. <laughs> it sucks yeah. that the right people didn't go to jail. Uh, 100%. And n- literally no one got justice in this case. That's why I said there was four victims. But I made sure to mention Jeanette and Nina first because, you know... Hello, they were murdered. Or, like, they were attacked. Nina was murdered. Or Jeanette was murdered. Um, It's just not... It's not fair. It's not fair that... It was like they were at the wrong place at the wrong time. And with literally no shred of evidence towards them. 
they served 43 years. And um, I think I said their ages. Clifford is 76 and Nathan is 61. Jesus Christ, that's over half their lives. It's over half their lives. Um, So Nathan was 18 when this happened. Mm -hmm. 18 years old. 42 years in jail. Uh, Nathan did get married while he was in jail. And so he got to, like, finally be with his wife. And there's a really sweet quote, but there's no way I can read it without crying. So I'll put it on the Instagram. (laughs) It's... Yeah, I had not heard of this. Uh, my sources were crime. There's a podcast called Crime Talk with TNZ, and it's really good. It's like 19 minutes long, and they get really into the court stuff. So go check that out. Uh, Essence.com and Jacksonville.com, believe it or not. Nice. <laughs> Jacksonville.com was like, here's all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love that when, like, the, the city's website. <laughs> you're like, check this out. It's <laughs> literally like, this information. Yeah. Um, also, I realized that this episode had two different types of, like, social groups, like, two minority groups, and there is, it's important that this stuff gets talked about, but there are also so many podcasts out there that are, like, true crime related and for people of color, about people of color, and the LGBTQ plus community. So I got a list for, um, there's a website called Podcasts in Color, and their true crime um, category, a true crime podcast for people of color by people of color, are Affirmative Murder, Crime in Color, which I downloaded an episode for, I'm excited, Fruit Loops, I also downloaded an episode <laughs> Uh, Six Sad World, a true crime and horror podcast, and Suspiria, a true crime podcast. And this is just a few listed. And for the LGBTQ plus community, I only found one true crime podcast, and that cannot be right. So if listeners out there have a favorite LGBTQ plus ran true crime podcast, please give it to me. But the one I found was The Gay Files. Um, so I can't wait to listen to that. And then there is About Damn Crime, which is two women that are Latina. And they cover all kinds of cases, though, about minorities. But they followed us since day one. So we followed them since day one. So shout out to those guys. Um, yeah, let us know your favorite podcast for the LGBTQ plus or people of color. I was going to say, I don't have... Um, a podcast, but and da, 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 let me scurry off to Twitter. There's a um horror blogger, I believe their name is Gaily Dreadful. <laughs> um, and they they love doing, um, while I'm looking for this, I know <clears throat> for sure Fangoria right now is offering uh Pride Fangoria shirts, and all of the proceeds or a chunk of the proceeds, something like that, um, go to. Um, uh, AIDS research. There we go. Uh, so go follow them on Twitter and Instagram or their website and uh, they can link you to that. Um, so the website is just called Gaily Dreadful. Uh, it's also the Twitter handle and um, they're doing a uh, a month of different like LGBTQA plus 
um, articles about different horror movies. Now, this is like a horror thing. Uh, so if you're not into horror, sorry, but still support people. And I can't for some reason on my phone. There it is. Um, but right now they're doing <clears throat> uh, a Pride-a-thon um, and uh, taking donations for the Trevor Project. Um, and mm. each, I think it's each week. No, each day. I'm so sorry. Every single day a new writer is uh, doing it different article on um uh what's the word i'm looking for as uh, uh queer horror in essence so ooh, yeah, don't you heck yeah no go live your life um if you use amazon prime you can do this thing called amazon smile um where you just log in through that url every time you shop on amazon prime which for me is all the time. If you use the smile, if you log into that URL when you shop on Amazon Prime, you can pick a charity to which a certain amount of your sale will be donated to. And I know in Nashville, at least, and I'm sure in other cities, that there is a 501c3, oh, is that right? 501c3, which is a nonprofit organization um, dedicated to LGBTQ plus um, efforts. And so I think in Nashville, it's I think it's just called Nashville LGBTQ plus, but I'll put it in the description if I am wrong or right. Good job, Maisie. That's my un- job. satisfying, unsatisfying story. What a crazy ride. Right. Yeah, truly. But that's the first time where the first victim wasn't like my first go-to, right? Where I was like, oh, step- not the first victim, but the first crime person. Like, what's the first suspect? suspect? Thank you, crime <laughs> person. I'm going to call them crime persons. These crime people. Crime person. Yeah, I 100% was like, oh, it's the girlfriend. It's the girlfriend. But it wasn't, maybe. I know. But she would have had to shoot herself, right? So that's not okay. Yeah, in the neck twice and in the arm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with it's probably not her. Super cat. But then again, Violet got a spider bite out of her leg, so YOLO. With a hatchet I and vodka. So I'm concerned. And I'm A-OK now. And I can shoot webs out of my wrists. I wish. For real. Man, this just makes me want to watch Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, so good. I watched Captain Marvel the other day. Holy shit, it's so good. Brought it up to my male co-workers, and they were like, I hated it. And I was like, it was a little formulaic, but whatever, fuck you. I love it. <laughs> I read an interesting article today, though. Um, and I kind of completely agree with it. And I, I, I totally do. I can't argue for anything, but, um, someone was like, as like a female writer, I wish people would focus more on good movies that have all female casts and not just like, uh, sinking. She says that she feels some movies are made because girl power is a, tr- a trend right now. I kind of um, but only in like the film industry. But that being said, I do want to see Captain Marvel and it looks amazing. So, and I'm always here for it. Like, that's my thing. Like every time yeah. I see it, I'm like, oh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. But then I again, re- bring it on and bring it on too. Gave me girl power vibes too. So yeah. Also about time. Yeah, truly. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think that's the truth. Like, 
the girl power wave is big right now, and so is the true crime wave, but I think it's just because there's more outlets for things. Yeah. I think it's been the same. I just think we have a higher, louder voice, and yeah. there's more ways to get a story out. I think, too, though, like, well, in, in this specific case, she was talking about the Ghostbusters remake and not liking it and people, like, mm-hmm. ripping her apart for it. And as someone who loves the Ghostbusters very dearly and was so, so freaking excited about that movie, I have so many essays on how I wanted to be the first female Ghostbusters when I, Ghostbuster when I was a child. And I Today hated I that describe. movie. Oh, no. Hated it. Oh, I was miserable through the whole thing. I thought it was awful. But I love women. (laughs) I I was so hyped. Everyone was like, Violet, you're being dumb. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And I was like, ah, Paul Feig? Paul Feig? We're bridesmaids. It's going to be amazing. But I also want to throw out there, like, how many fucking terrible movies were made by men? So many. Oh, man. So, Maisie, I'm not (laughs) saying this. Macy is mad. <laughs> but no, I completely agree. And I'm not saying this, no spoilers, but original director of Big Little Lies season one, Mark John Villay, writes amazing female characters. He's, oh, I don't know how he does it. He really, like, truly. He knows a real like life woman. gets it. <laughs> but in this season, in this first episode, as soon as you get to it, you're going to text me 100% after this conversation. Okay. And you can tell they have a new director and I think a new writer. And you can tell that uh, this writer doesn't, I feel like, doesn't have a really good grasp on the situation that happened in, well, women, <laughs> that happens to women. Um, and it makes it so blatantly obvious. And I literally rolled my eyes. And my mom was like, that's a good point. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, no, 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 no. You can tell. It's, I don't love it, but. Oh, no. Now Macy's but... frozen for me. No, it's just me. <laughs> I was oh. like, no, Macy's just doing this. <laughs> you got me. I got you. You got me. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> A new game, freeze tag. Are we having, is this an episode or advice? Is this episode? This is an episode? This is an episode. We do an episode is every this week. An... <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Oh, is, this a can you, is this? Can you guys hear me? Um, is this advice week? That's what I meant to say. Or things we like? I guess things we. I don't know because we know. double recorded last week, so either one is right. I think question mark. <laughs> advice, and you can smell your ants and tell which ones they are. And I'm saying it now because my house is loud. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yes. I love it. Smell your ants. The coconut kind are movers. Relocators. The the smelly kind that smell like fruit, the citrus fruits, they stay. Citrus fruits. I couldn't squish an ant on purpose, like I'd feel so guilty, but like I want to now. Interesting. If you lived in my kitchen, you would squish them all the time. My advice, follow your dreams because you never know what's going to happen. Stop and smell the roses because if you don't, you can miss something. (laughs) Kate Ferris. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, who's going to catch that? Um, Okay, okay, okay. Me. Advice. Oh, it makes you feel like a piece of shit. (laughs) Just let them know. I was peeking my brains out yesterday. I threw up nine times. I don't know what's going on with me. 
Um, I threw up all the time and not like that. Um, I didn't feel good. I was trying to help and be assisted, assistant, assist, assistable, trying to help <laughs> Sasha and Jelly with their cosplay stuff. And I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm throwing up. I just want to crawl in a hole and die. And they're like, but it's both fine. of us were like, we don't, this is not your expertise. <laughs> I just need you to show, literally, I think both of us were like, we just need you to show up. But at that moment, I was like, I don't want to show up anywhere. I want to crawl in a hole and die. So that's, that's why I just got that's that fair. out there. And I was like, yeah, so just don't be afraid to let people know how you feel. Because if not, it's going to eat you up worse and you're going to feel worse. And it's going to be awful. Okay. She just that's an off the old advice yeah. there. <laughs> uh, well, kids, today we're gonna talk about. Today we're gonna talk about uh, fresh fruit. <laughs> that's up for wine. Genius. <laughs> um. So as a kid, I never really liked school, but I always would lose my shit over school supplies, and I would be so excited to go shop for stuff. And just lay in front of the TV in my living room and have all my notebooks laid out in front of me and all my pens and, like, organize it like the little freak that I was and <laughs> not used to school because I hated school. Anyway, um, there's a sweet store out here that, Sasha, I failed you when you guys came out here. I didn't take you to this place called Muji. <gasps> Is it M-U-U-J-I? M-U-J-I. Muji. Muji. It's... Yes, very uh, Japanese-esque, minimalistic style clothing. Literally anything from dental floss to fucking stationery. So anyway, they got these really nice notebooks, and um, it's made with like almost like cardboard-looking stuff, and you can put stamps on it, so I stamp my initials, but the paper is like soft. Is it a good feel? It's such a great feel i would sleep on it it's soft um they have these really cool pins that are meant for like detailed drawing and they have like the milliliter whatever millimeters on them millimeters yeah you know those pin milliliters yep they're on there but yeah get stationary that like good shit you like get stuff that supports the things that you like emotionally yep i've been doodling in it and it's been really great Ooh, yeah i i think i'm just gonna steal your advice this week in like kind of like a two-part thing like I went to an event this weekend and I kept being drawn to this particular artwork and I made a joke that like that's what I wanted to look like when I grew up and I was like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna buy it and it was like ten dollars for like a 70 page notebook but it was like all original art on the cover and like I love it so much the paper is very soft but like too soft but I, I don't like I don't know what to write in it now but like I just kept yeah to it and I was like I gotta buy it I just gotta buy it, and now I'm like, I'm like treasuring it, and I'm like, maybe I'll write some feelings in it. Yeah. And I don't write feelings. I'm a very bad journaler. Me um, also. My last journal was like, my therapist said I should do this. I don't get it. I'm mad. <laughs> yes. And I think my therapist picked up on that real fast and was never like, you should take up journaling. Um, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do with my life. Anyway. But also help me. <laughs> On the other hand, though, like, I was hanging on to a lot of, like, shirts and clothing that, like, A, never fit, and, like, B, definitely doesn't fit now, and also had, like, stains on it. So, like, I just, I just donated a shirt, but, like, 
I really liked, but it was like just a shirt and it was like not my color palette and like not my style. I didn't really like wearing it. It made me feel like an old Girl Scout and I just got rid of it. And you know what? I feel really great about it. I love the shirt. Do not get me wrong, but I love the shirt and I didn't like wearing it and its purpose was to be worn. So it fits in a pile. Get the shirt you like, get rid of the stuff that doesn't apply to you anymore. I'm cutting out your spider wings. Just kidding, I already gave advice. Oh, he's using oh one cutting God. out your spider wings, she said. <laughs> I caught up really fast, so it sped up all at once like Mothman, right? Sounds like Mothman. <laughs> um, don't cut out your spider bites. Just go see a professional. Go to and a doctor! I know it sucks to pay for a doctor, but it's so worth it. Also, yeah. 2019, there's resources. <laughs> People are on your side now, more than ever. <laughs> so true. Don't use a hatchet. Please don't. Or vodka. There are better disinfectants in the world. Um, thanks for listening to Murder Blows. You can check us out on Twitter, at Murder Blows. Instagram, at Murder Blows. Yeah, buddy. And uh, send us... The time you caught a spider bite out of your leg with a hatchet stories to murderblows at gmail. Um, I, yeah, kind of do want to hear your all's medical stories, so you can send out your weird medical stuff to me at murderblows. Oh, hell yeah. If there's, like, something weird that happened to you that doesn't happen to, like, anyone else in the world, I want to know about it. Fascinating. Like, do you have a recovered memory of remembering there was a catheter in you at four years old, and then this is the first time you thought about it since it happened? Whoa! And you an abscess in your breast tissue, and they told you that it was a vitamin deficiency, but it was totally just an infection that was totally treatable by antibiotics. What? What? Yeah, that happened to me. Anyway. <laughs> Whoa. Join us next time on our new <laughs> medical podcast starring the four girls you know on love four girls on a phone call talking about the weird shit that happens to them in medicine and the one girl that doesn't go to the doctor because she's scared of them and would rather cut things out of her body by herself but next time <laughs> on medicine blows <laughs> medicine blows this has been a that blows production bye bye <laughs> Oh, sorry. Shit. Are we recording? We are not. Oh, I'm we done. are. I'm going to put that AS, sweet, sweet ASMR at the end. Sorry, I'm just trying to finish my checklist.